1: But we've got an absolute superstar in his own right on the show now. Joining us is Kiwis coach Michael Maguire. Madge, welcome into the program. Thank you so much for your time. Before we crack into the Kiwis, Up The Waz is doing the rounds. Have you officially been converted?
0: <laughs> uh, yes, I don't think you've got any choice you now when you're a part of the Kiwis. It's uh, it's definitely Up The Waz. It would be uh, really nice to see them come over here and uh, do a job on the Broncos because uh, there's many a player that'll be uh, venturing into the international arena once the season's finished.
1: Can you feel that buzz in Australia as well? Do other people want the Warriors to do well in, in the final four?
0: Uh, obviously because I have a fair bit to do with the boys. Uh, yes, I feel it everywhere we go. Um, mm. It's sort of you know really growing over here and I think the fact that the Warriors have been through so much over the last four or five years, you know, through COVID and being away, um, we always liked that, uh, I guess, that underdog, you know, to, to come through and, and have an opportunity. And look, they've come through really well. You know, it's full credit to Andrew Webster and his team, uh, the way they've been able to bring the team together. You know, Cameron George over there obviously had a bit to do with the the Warriors, with my connections to the Kiwis. And it's nice to see all the hard work that they've done uh, and gone back and, you know, they've basically got the whole country behind them. Uh, and I keep talking over here. Yeah, you know, You'll probably get half of New Zealand coming across uh, over here for this game.
2: <laughs> Madge, obviously you mentioned your your investment or your connection to the Kiwis and, and you're all in there. What what does the Warriors run do for, I guess, your job? That Obviously it yeah. throws up players in form, but I guess as the Kiwis coach and, and someone who cares about Kiwi Rugby League, it, it must be great as far as the game moving forward as well.
0: Yeah, I mean, for the game, I think it's enormous. I think um, people are really understanding you know, the importance of what New Zealand's done for rugby league over here. You know, with the connections of so many players coming across and um, on the ground over there, I, you know, I'm telling everyone how you know it'd be nice to to grow the rugby league in New Zealand at a really high level, and we take over the rugby union space. And you know, I think they can share that over there. But yeah, uh, you know, for myself, it's being able to take the Kiwis to being number one, and it's something there that. Myself and the players, you know, we've talked about that, and you know, obviously the hurt from the World Cup, where we were so close, but uh, we didn't make it through against Australia, uh, albeit a couple of plays that you know we just weren't able to execute uh, in moments of that game, but. I think just for the players that are playing now too it's really important that when you're you're going into a an international game after the season the fact that these boys are still playing it's it is very important you know the, the intensity of the game is lifted now uh they they play at at levels of what an international has played at when you step into the finals arena so it's really important for um you know those players now to inform and yeah you know, i was talking to mirada uh, earlier today you know just about how he is and how his leg is and um, he's feeling, you know, he's okay, and he's looking forward to playing at a really high level. Um, you know, when they, they land in Brisbane.
1: Catching up with Marata, do you, do you keep in contact with uh, all the current Kiwi boys? I mean, when you look at at some of these players, Dallin is on the cusp of breaking the Warriors' uh, try scoring record for the year. Sean Johnson, I mean, how much more do we need to say about that guy and, and the form that he's in?
0: Uh, yeah, I talk to the boys all the time. I really enjoyed talking to the... You know, it's like a big family, really. Um, you know, they've, they've really built a, a good, strong yeah. brotherhood amongst um, what they've been able to do over many years. And, you know, I, I always credit the players, you know, how easy it is to come into um, sort of the camps that we have because they are so close. They've been playing together for a long period of time and obviously, you know, the connections they have over there at the Warriors helps. Um, but I'm, I'm very sport that I've got people like James Fisher-Harris and Moses Leada as an example of two players playing at Penrith, you know, at the highest of levels. So I look across, I guess, the teams that are currently playing. Uh, someone like a Jordan Ricky is an example of a player that's really jumped out of uh, this year and the way he's been performing consistently. Uh, so and they're, they're playing in teams that are winning, you know, and, and the expectation of winning. So I really enjoy that part of watching the Kiwi players and obviously the ones that are there in the Warriors, that uh, everyone over there is uh, really keen for them to uh, do well and progress into the grand final.
2: Madge, obviously you talked about the, the environment that the Kiwis have, have created and, and the enjoyment they get out of it. Is it obviously leading into the end of year, post post the final series, is there much arm-twisting or sort of negotiating with these boys or are they all putting their hand up they want to be there come the end of the season? You, you see a fair few of the kangaroos here pulling out and obviously yeah. clubs are squeezing them for injuries or sorting out rehab and all the rest of it, but uh, yeah. the Kiwis, it, everyone wants to put their hand up?
0: Yeah, Stephen, I've been really fortunate... All the boys are basically really keen um i think you know you've got a player i'll just use an example like alan you know he's had a bit of a challenging knee so we need to assess that once the season's finished because obviously you know he's he's getting to the back end of his career and he needs to work out you know the whether the legs can keep going but uh, look, other than that, oh, everyone's really keen and we're fortunate that we're able to bring quite a, a few more into camp in the first week. We're, uh, we're playing a, a Kiwi A team against the Tongari A team. Uh, so I'm going to be able to bring in a number of other players into the squad uh, so they can actually see what that space, the international space, looks like. Um, a great example is a young kid uh, that played on the weekend, Keanu Keeney, played in Queensland Cup. Now, he's an exciting fullback. You know, I'll be able to bring a young player like that into camp to sit next to Joey Manu, who Keanu might be the future in three or four years' time. That might be the fullback down the track. So, yeah, we're we're putting a lot in the background to build depths inside of uh, the Kiwi uh, space, and which is really exciting. I've never been able to do this before. Um, you know, and because of COVID and what's happened in the past, we haven't been able to have JKs, the junior Kiwis. So, it's um a really you know exciting space for us at the moment uh with you know expanding the size of our squad so you know there's many more kiwis um you know are fighting hard to get into that uh that number one team
1: You're getting us all excited about what's to come in the international arena next month, Madge. Uh, But how do you keep across it all? How do you keep across all these teams, all the Kiwi players that are potentially available to you and the feeder teams as well when you've got your own uh, team to be coaching? Do you have um, scouts out there for you that feed you information or are you literally across everything?
0: Uh, look, I try to tend to get across most things, but I've got a lot of good people in my corner. Uh, you know, people like Nath Kalis, uh, Steve Kearney, uh, Tawira Nikio, mm-hmm. Stacey Jones, Adam Blair. So I have, um, you know, I'm very sport from the point of view of having those great players that have played many a test matches uh, in the space. And Monty Boothan, he's he helps out with uh, selections and looking at players, but... I do tend to watch most games. Uh, it's obviously the passion that I have around, um, yeah, watching the Kiwi space, and and that's that's my job. My job as a coach is to know what players are out there and who we can bring through and how we can progress the team to get to the highest level. Because, you know, as we all um, have spoken about, we didn't get to where we wanted to get to in the last World Cup. So, yeah, you know, that's our next step now is to get back in the winning arena and uh, can can build that that winning culture amongst who we are.
2: Man, speaking of being spoiled, uh, I don't think too many Kiwi coaches would have ever been in the privilege you've been, uh, would have had the privilege that you've uh, currently. And where who do you leave out of your halves when you when you look yes. at uh, <laughs> the boys that are floating around? I think for years we've had one superstar, and then they've worked out who to put beside them, sort of thing. But Jeepers, you've got some depth there now.
0: Yeah, it is very good actually. Uh, obviously, yeah, with the, the way Sean's going, and you know, I'm going to have a good chat with Sean once uh, he finishes up there on how his body is. But look, I'm I'm very lucky to have someone like Jerome Hughes, Dylan Brown, yep. even Kieran Foran. Like Kieran Foran, I think mean, he scored three or four yep. tries in his last game. So, yeah, we've got <laughs> some really good form there in our halves, and and it's also experience. I think that's that's a really important part when you're in this space is because we only have three sessions before our first game. We don't have a lot of training, so. You, you you fall back to those guys that have been around, and they can come up with how they want to play. And the fact that they've been on a World Cup together, you know, when we come in, they literally hit the ground running. So it's um, it's really interesting as you progress through the years of doing the job that how easy the boys transition into camp. It's just like they've never left, uh, and they take off. And that comes back to like those players that you spoke about that you've got the continuity of you know um, you know Jerome Hughes, Dylan Brown, you know Shawnee has been in that space for years. So he just jumps straight in and, and carries on. And, uh, you know, you look at the likes of Charles Nicol Klockstad the way he's been playing at fullback. Um, yeah. You know, he's um, going to give me some options there where I might be able to do something there with him and Joey uh, in, the, in the space. So it's something there that, um, you know, we'll be able to have a look at when we, we come together.
1: Michael McGuire, you're such a classy operator. We're so stoked to have you lead up our uh, Kiwis International program. Thank you so much for your time and joining us right here on The Run Home.
0: Thanks, Gizzy. Thanks, Stephen. I really appreciate it. I hear you're overseas, Gizzy, so uh, good luck with everything over there.
1: <laughs> Thank you so much. And uh, and enjoy the test season coming up. We all can't wait.
0: Yeah, myself included. Thanks. Cheers, mate.